0: Good morning, Red Zatar. Welcome to another week Uh, and another episode of this podcast. Tell me how I had no idea it was Thursday. Time is blending in. I literally thought it was Wednesday today. I had my phone on me all day yesterday. I could have figured this out pretty easily. And I thought I did. I was confident. And then I wake up this morning my girlfriend asked me, Are you recording your podcast today? And I'm like, well, I think it's Wednesday. Let me see. <laughs> Usually on Wednesday, I write notes and I kind of prepare what the topic is going to be for the week. And uh, by golly, it was Thursday. So <laughs> I had a, a concept of what I wanted to talk about this week. And I kind of drew out those notes. Immediately after that conversation. And honestly, it's not going to be too deep or too philosophical this week. Um, Today's episode, as you could probably tell, is called Dark Night of the Soul. Because it's easy to talk motivation and it's easy to remind everybody that we're not alone and that this fight is worthwhile but you know in the physical in this body we usually have a lot of loneliness a lot of time to ourselves and unfortunately the the influence and the stimulus that we get from the world whether it's social media the news entertainment is all trying to destroy us destroy our courage destroy our One second. Destroy our courage, our strength, and there's a lot of people out there that are either single, are in long distance relationships, uh, stay away from their family members because you know they're misunderstood, they're black sheep. Throw me into all those categories. Except for the single one, you know. Um, And the question is always like, where do you turn? Who's going to understand you? Who's going to appreciate your opinion? Uh, I think the last couple of years for me have been not just, you know, solidifying my awakening, but also... Trying to correct all the mistakes I've made in my life and in the wrong teachings, the wrong example I set for my siblings and it's hard because, you know, you're in the middle of your own journey of figuring this out and for them, it's such a 180 to see you, you know, change this way that you would assume you know they're they're gonna change as as quickly as you, or they're going to accept your opinion as quickly as you. And God bless them. I mean, they they never, they never, uh, shot down my opinions. You know, it's not like they were always disagreeing with me, but it just kind of feels like it's in one ear out the other sometimes. And that's normal. I'm not gonna knock them for, for that. Um, but still it kind of leaves you with all right if if no one wants to appreciate the things i'm saying why am i saying them right and then you kind of turn inwards you uh turn your back on on you know being out with them and seeing them and and you know you just kind of stay in your own bubble because Especially now, everything that's happening currently in the world, you know, the vax mandates and the uh, mask mandates, all of these control mechanism by the devil. Uh, I've been warning about for so long, but you know, that guy that's always on the street corner saying the end is near, the end is near. Usually people kind of scoff and and laugh at. And uh, now that we're here. I'm noticing a lot of people in my family that have just given in. I mean, add, add that to the on top of the misunderstanding there is between us, add to the add the the almost unnecessary surrender to this whole demonic push. And, you know, that's because the spirituality to them is not as big of a deal as as it is to me. You know, my view on the world is that the spiritual realm influences everything we see in the physical. And if you don't have an idea, if you don't have a sense on the spiritual, how are you going to understand what's happening in the physical? But yeah, we're at a point now where we just you got family members that either for, you know, work reasons, um societal reasons, for wanting to feel like they belong. For fear reasons, you know, worried about their health. Like they actually believe this COVID thing is going to take them. Um, they gave in, right? And this whole podcast was always about the black sheep. Well, here, this topic is definitely for us. We're the black sheep of the family. And... All we do is scream out into the like the open sky, like, can somebody hear us? <laughs> can you guys appreciate what we're trying to do here? It's not crazy talk. This is literally, thankfully for us, I don't know how I got to Q when I did. It was the first day Q started posting, but that helped my, my awakening journey a lot. That first day, I realized something different was happening here. We were getting some advanced insight on what was coming with a lot of gray area don't get me wrong nobody could have really understood oh trump was not going to be back in the white house for a period no one really understood that uh, this mandate situation would be it would be allowed to continue these you know vaccine mandates and you can't buy and sell and you know you're ostracized from society and they're building FEMA camps all over the country and all over the world. Concentration camps, really. Um, but we did know that in order for people to to wake up to what's really happening, they had to be shown instead of told. Right. That's one of the big kind of cue statements was that you can't show you can't tell people the truth. You have to show them. And uh, Here surprise surprise we're living through it now and it's testing us the ones that have been paying attention the most the last 4 or 5 years we are also under pressure and i don't know if it's the same kind of pressure that the normies are feeling normies meaning normal people <laughs> um but it doesn't it does definitely feel like pressure so Let's go into this podcast. I have a couple of notes. I mean, I hope I can just kind of extrapolate on these notes because it's only two or three. Um, My energy this week has been really like tired and, and, you know, I just want to shower and sleep. That's really all I want to do this week. But I thank you guys all that listen to this podcast. And I know I've been getting a lot of listens from all over the world. A lot meaning, you know, enough for me. As long as one person hears this, I'm happy. Right? Remember? And um, I appreciate you guys very much. Because if the people around me are not going to appreciate what I'm saying, you guys might. And uh, I always appreciate that. So. With these dark nights of the soul... They come in and out. It's not a constant thing, right? Sometimes you might have a period of a week straight where you're just feeling so tired and, and miserable. Um, but you always realize that at some point it changes. It goes back to the light that, that that light feeling that you have inside of you where everything is good. You feel God's presence, you feel like you're loved, you feel like you're you're wanted, like there might be a purpose for me, even though I don't know it, but I think there might be, right? God wouldn't keep me here if I didn't have a destiny. You know, all of these biblical truths. But in the moments that you're you're feeling so low, the hardest thing to do is remember that just a couple of days ago, you didn't feel this. Just a couple of days ago, you were feeling on top of the world. And uh, I think that's exactly what the devil tries to do. The reason you feel that dark night of the soul is a lot, a lot of attack on you. I believe in, in spiritual warfare that is constantly going on. This ancient battle between good and evil. That has to come to an end at, at some point. But because it hasn't ended yet. We are experiencing the ups and downs in the physical. Um, and another kind of aspect to all of this is. Sure, we, we have those good days and we have those bad days and it's cliche to say, you know, without the bad, how can you value the good? How can you appreciate the good days? And there's a lot of truth to that. I'm I'm going to add, a, you know, my my two cents into that cliche because I've I've experienced it myself. Um how can you enjoy peace and love and joy without realizing how bad it could get internally? Right? When I say how bad it can get, you have to understand that I mean nothing about the physical. If you're sick, if you're an amputee, if you're, you know, a paraplegic, quadriplegic, if you're dealing with physical ailments, you're homeless, you know, you have less blessings, let's say, than, you know, your fellow man. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm simply talking about the spiritual, the inside, no matter where you are in this world. In the middle of a homeless shelter or in the middle of a mansion, you know, on some sort of nice island, if you are not feeling yourself, that's what I'm talking about by by the darkness that every single one of us has to go through at some point and usually a lot of times throughout, throughout our lives. How can we enjoy the inner peace and the inner love if we don't experience the darkness? and like i said, you know, it's a battle, right? The good and evil is battling and and sometimes you're 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 a victim of this war. Other times you're you're victorious. But you have to always remember that i think God has us exactly where he needs us. How big is God to you? Is he big enough where every single detail of your life is in his hands, is destined? Or is he Simply like a CEO where you kind of go to him with your problems and he helps you in some things. And then you just kind of say, all right, see you later. (laughs) It's it, it really does revolve around how you see the good and the light in the world and how big the light is, how powerful it is over the evil. It's. I think it's in our plan, it's in our destiny to wake up. To the, the nature of the matrix. Of what really makes this matrix around us. The sauce. The sauce of the matrix, you know. In those moments we sometimes feel like. If God loves us, why do I feel so empty? Why do I feel like he's not even near me? You know. He's big enough in my book. I've already established that between me and him. He's got everything under control. He created matter from nothing. So every piece of matter I have or don't have, every material good that I have, a car, this home, the TV I'm watching stuff on, this PlayStation 5, all of these things, without him creating it i wouldn't have it that means he has gifted me these things no matter what i what kind of work and hard work i put into getting this whatever sacrifice i feel i'm you know i did myself and went through the trials and tribulations it's like all right fam none of it matters if i wasn't supposed to have these things i would not have these things and the world wants you to be like well you should have more you should have this is this nicer thing they just updated it they just came out with the 2022 model you want it go get in debt to buy it take out this loan interest rates raping you up the booty go ahead spend it consume but because we forget how important we are to god We always feel like the victims our minds want us to go to the negatives the relationships we've lost the the things the material things that we've lost whether through bankruptcy or you know, whatever the case may be in your situation. It's the hardest thing to reprogram our minds after in my case 31 years of programming. 31 years of being in the matrix, literally, and then the last three to five years, you're, you're being rudely shaken out of that sleep. Of course it's not going to be pleasant all the time. Of course it's not going to be pleasant. If you're just realizing that big pharma is not to be trusted, that's a big deal. If you're just realizing that media and big tech and all of these cool, you know, elite experts that they had lined up for you to appreciate and to honor and all these things that they are all full of shit. It's like someone taking the rug from under you and then knocking you out at the same time. That's how it feels. But when you go to the gym and you're working out, have you ever gone to the gym and seen results without the the soreness, without getting tired from working out so hard? think of this place as a gym where we work out our spiritual weaknesses in order to be stronger. Because in my eyes, the reason I'm here is simply to be better than the previous generation. I want to leave this place, go back home, because this is not home for me. I want to go back home proud of not only my only my personal journey and progress, but also the things that I said to people that maybe made them feel better for that moment. The things that I've done for people to make them feel better. If I'm spreading love and joy, that to me is the real, the sauce of everything, the secret sauce of everything. And it's not so secret. I mean, it's in the Bible, right? We're just putting it into more modern terms more modern you know 21st century concepts but when we feel abandoned even after doing all these good things and we're just really good people as much as often as we can be right because we're human We we fall short every single day but we feel abandoned in those moments and I don't know about you but with me when I feel like I'm abandoned I lash out A lot of my my prayers when I'm in those moods are like I wanna fight God. Like I wanna wrestle with him. Imagine the ego that I'm still trying to shake off. (laughs) Listen, it feels good. Don't don't you know it feels good in the moment to be like, why can I understand your plan for me? Why is it so much of a mystery? Can you just lay it out? But that's because I'm thinking I I can handle the truth. I'm thinking I can handle the reality, the details of the reality we're in. It's one thing to to find out that none of your institutions are trustworthy. It's another thing to find out that there's child sex trafficking at the highest levels in human history going on today. It's another thing to realize that a lot of these elites at the top the reason they get to that top bracket and are allowed into those boardroom board room meetings and and, uh, and uh, those hotels and those hotel rooms is because they are doing disgusting, evil, criminal things to kids that can only be described as satanic because they describe it as such. When your enemy tells you what they're up to, you better believe them. You better believe them. So imagine who were, who am I to be like, I need all of it now, give me all the truth. I want to know what you got planned for me. I you know, I don't have the patience to sit here and wait for, for uh, a revealing. I want it now. And I don't know. God forgives me. God forgives me for my ignorance because I know it's ignorance. My God isn't, isn't so cruel that when you, when you step to him like that, you know, he just, he abandons you for real, for real. No, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll be patient with me. He understands the the kind of man he created. I don't turn the other cheek. I choose my battles. That's, that's fine. But I'm not an impotent Christian. If someone puts their hands on me or my family, their life is mine at that point. You understand? That's the kind of man I am. So if God made me this way, I know he understands why I I step to him on these topics and why I step to him with that attitude. Because he knows I'm going I'm gonna apologize at some point. I'm just kind of venting. Right? How else are we supposed to act? as god-fearing people. When you know you're living in the most miserable physical plane there was ever to be existed. And probably honestly, I don't know how hell is, but if if hell could be seen and touched in our, you know, with our actual spectrum, our eye spectrum right now, I don't know if it would look any different than the world we're in. I don't know. Knowing that all of these things, the human trafficking, the child satanic abuse, the the uh what else? The 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 big pharma killing people instead of curing people, just like everything is up, you know, up is down and down is up. What else is hell? I mean, can God. Do you think God can understand why we're so frustrated? I think so. We are God fearing people living amongst the most evil, evil people there have ever been. And unfortunately, I'm not talking about our you know our neighbors who just happen to not care about politics, or our neighbors who just happen to kind of go from work to home, go to the pub <clears throat> excuse me, go to the pub, drink their, their, their problems away, come back home and sleep. That's not who I'm talking about. That's ignorance. I pray for them, right? Even the liberals, the ones that are actively supporting, you know, liberal causes, I'll pray for them. I'm talking about the ones that come up with these, with these propaganda programs. The ones that are chilling on their own island, away from society, with their bunkers, preparing for this depopulation event, because they view us as ants. They have been misleading us to hell forever, at least 2,000 years. At least we can go back to seven, thousand years since the days of, of the you know the Garden, Garden of Eden, but it's unbelievable, it's unbelievable what is going on around us, and because it's so unbelievable, we have to struggle with that reality. How do you move around in a world like that? how how? they even come they've come up with a word to describe these questions that we have now of course every everything you got you know you you question is a, a mental disease everything is bipolar this ADD, adhd it's all bullshit it's all satanic go screw yourself right i guess they call this what i'm describing nihilism right just a negative outlook on the world around you because you understand something the others don't it's beautiful how they can put a label on you and just kind of shut you up with a mental illness thing. Just take that, run with it. Now take this antidepressant, now take this other addictive substance, and come to us whenever the same people who are causing the problems are offering you a solution. <laughs> and some people, you know, they'll, they'll just walk up to them, yeah, thank you, that really feels good. I appreciate the momentary value you give me now i'm 30 years in and i can't shake shake the addiction of these uh these pills thanks thanks big pharma this has happened many times in history what we're experiencing right now <clears throat> is written in story after story in the bible and today i want to focus on the concept of babylon all right and if a lot of you guys aren't familiar with the city It was a real city in what is today known as Iraq, and it described a very culturally advanced, uh, very wealthy society where they were diverse. You had different cultures and different kind of like America today, different cultures and races and tongues and and money for everybody and work for everybody and different class structures, just like today. But it was run by a king. Who I could only describe, like with a modern example, as like a Jeff Bezos type. You know, like these corporate people that think they're above government. Because technically they are. They've bought government and now they run it. But that believe they could change society and humanity and mold it the way they should. Because they are God. Right? This king... And I forget his name. I should have wrote written this down. Um, <clears throat> decides he is so powerful that he's going to build himself this tower. Right. And in this tower, he's going to be up the top so he can show the rest how he's in the heavens. Right. It's kind of like a big middle finger to God. The problem with Babylon wasn't that they were just centralized and they were kind of like, in a In a world of savages, and they were by themselves with this you know with this culture and the arts and all this stuff, we have a wrong idea of the world and how it's been throughout ancient history. We think it was always savages. The world was way more advanced, way more often in our past than any hist- you know archaeological school uh institute would like to admit. Babylon was exporting. It's corrupt social, moral, cultural, and governmental structures and systems all over the world. Does that remind you of anything? Have you seen Japan and South Korea and the men it's producing? <laughs> do you think BTS and uh, this K-pop phenomenon is simply a Korean thing? Or do you think the music execs of America that have been pushing the satanic, Masonic symbolism on the world, and corrupting young women, corrupting young men. The men become uh, violent, the women become thoughts. That same thing was going on back then. And if you look, which is pretty odd, Bezos, I think, knows this. Bezos knows this. That's the reason I bring him up. If you could, go Google the Amazon Tower for headquarters that they're trying to build, I think, in Seattle. They have an image, a 3D image of what this plan is going to look like. And then go look at the Tower of Babylon or the Tower of Babel. And tell me if you don't see any coincidences there or any similarities. It's it's unbelievably funny. How in your face they are. With all of the, their tricks. And what they're trying to do. They have to tell you what they're up to. That's the thing about their satanic religion. The victims must know. Otherwise their God doesn't accept their prayers. It's unbelievably evil. It's sick. But. Just like this place existed in the Bible. And in real life. It's destruction. It's destruction. Also is a matter of historical fact. And a destruction by fire. If you go to where that tower stood today. That city stood today. You will see sulfur mountains. Burnt up. You're talking about like limestone structures. That need high levels of heat to be destroyed. They, they've they got holes in their limestone. That cannot be done without some sort of massive almost like a nuclear level heat signature and that's what that's what God brought down on Babylon destroying it destroying it before he brought it down the king there's a story about the writing on the wall now listen I don't you know I'm not a pastor I don't know these stories by heart I'm saying these things so that you can kind of do the research yourself but God let him know That you've been judged and found wanting. You have been found on the wrong side of me, fam. Expect your demise. Expect your demise, right? Now at the time, we're talking about a civilization before no scratch that we're at a point now where we're in the last generation if anybody checked last episode in the in the description box i put in the book of enoch audiobook. and that book is all the whole book is aimed at our generation the last generation there's you know math behind why we think it's the last generation right and then of course you have all the things happening in the world Time is running out. <clears throat> so that's, you know, accept Jesus. Save your soul. Um, but I say all of that because America today is doing exactly what Babylon did back then. When we see the chaos, the storms, the the homelessness, the, the plague, etc., etc., all of these things happening to our country... <clears throat> We shouldn't be surprised. We have been exporting corruption along with Israel. The Israeli government is the worst. Not the people, not you know, the nation of the Israelites. That's different. We're talking about the government structure and their intelligence agencies are some of the worst human beings. When I talk about the satanic elite, who do you think was running Epstein? Who do you think was running that whole honeypot or that operation? If Epstein is a Mossad agent or he was a, a uh, puppet put in place by the Mossad and he had blackmail with child abuse videos on Bill Clinton and all of these world leaders that ran America. Who do you think really ran America then? Who do you think? The truth will shock you. It will shock you. So when I see all this craziness happening, I think, thank God, it's time. It's time that the Tower of Babel of today breaks down. And when it breaks down, what's going to replace it? America first. Why am I so supportive of Trump? Why am I so supportive of Trump? Not because he's a perfect guy, okay? I'm not, listen, I'm not one of those Christians that judges other Christians. If you got a problem with him, oh, he's not a perfect Christian, how about you look in the mirror and read your Bible again? How about that? The guy is reminding everyone that we are individuals. We are individuals. We are not in a collective, okay? Modern day Christianity wants everybody to be like a a robot, you know, dress the same, look the same, talk the same, and if something hurts your feelings it's not of God okay Uh, that kind of thing you can you can go to hell with that go to go to hell with that you're not going to make me into a robot just like Amazon and all of their their uh you know transhumanist minions from Bill Gates to all these other people they're not going to succeed you won't succeed you are part you are two sides of the same coin Trump shows up and says the Constitution tells you who runs this country and since the creation of the Constitution and since we got our independence we've been going down the wrong path by people who are educated wealthy and malintent and they have been leading the entire country into hell and the whole world eventually into hell this country was built on Judeo-Christian Values and principles. All right? And they are the only values and principles today that will give you individual freedom. The only. Look at Europe. They claim that they're so Western and all that. Europe, to me, is Nazi. America, at some point, you know, our leadership sold out to the Nazis. But I'm saying, um, Europe is a perfect, like, fully realized example of a fascist dictatorship that has one label for everybody. You're European. You're a part of the European Union. Who cares about your culture, Greece? Who cares about your culture, Poland? Who cares about your culture and your your norms and your beliefs, Hungary? You are part of this you, this union. Angela Merkel has to decide what you do. Trump shows up and says, "Listen, you ain't shit. None of you, none of you, none of you have any any uh, uh, standing." None of you have any standing. I don't know if you guys remember when he went out there for, I think, the G7 or G20 first couple of years in office. And there was a video of him like being uh, brought in to take a photo with all the leaders. And he, I don't know what leader was standing in front of him, but it looked like an EU leader. I, I hadn't seen him in, you know, in any na- national thing. And he pushed him out the way just so he can take the, fr- the, first, uh, the first place in the photo line literally pushed him out the way, Not didn't make eye contact once. He knows what we're dealing with. He knows these people don't, are, are so weak and so miserable that one flick of the wrist, you'll push them right out the hand, right out the way. And he reminded the world that we have the power. A lot of what we're seeing today all over the world, whether it's in Europe, Australia, New Zealand, Even those that don't like Trump will someday realize that he is the inspiration, right? And when I say he, it's of course the power of God. It's why he always would put up the Bible, always shout out Jesus. Glory always goes to God, right? But as a a man that's actually doing God's work on this planet, he was the one that inspired these countries saying, no, it's Greece first, it's Germany first, it's not EU first. It's not these bureaucrats that sit at The Hague, Uh, screwing each other and and diddling kids that decide and dictate how i live my life i have the moral high ground here and now you see them they're all on the streets they're coming together they're they're uh fighting for justice and that's what i think will replace babylon what we are watching right now is the writing on the wall we have a feeling something inside is telling us like Something's going to end. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's going to affect me. But I know that something is ending. But with every ending, there's a new beginning. With every ending, there's a new beginning. And because it's unknown, our brains have a tendency of saying, oh, I should be scared of that. No. Why Why be scared? What are you, what are you scared of? Dying? We were just talking about how much of a hellhole this place is. Take me if it's my time to go i will go it's the reason why i will never be vaccinated i have faith in god that i am healthy until god wants me back period i don't why why my why people injecting things into their bodies like god made you perfect god made you perfect if you are sick if you have cancer if you're suffering don't worry you're going home soon you're going home soon. How, is, how has cancer been treated with Western medicine the last hundred years? If you don't call that torture and cruel cruel uh, practice, I don't know what, you, what, what it is. Chemotherapy is a slow death. It's a slow death. All of these cancers coming up, where are they coming from? Not from corporate misconduct. The burning of, of uh, trash and, and byproducts from all these different factories, all these cancers that are popping up, they show up the problem and then they tell you they got the solution. And the solution is worse than the problem originally. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <sighs> Babylon has to go. And it's going to be replaced by nations reclaiming their own power again. Every single country around the world will throw out every intelligence agency that is not, that doesn't belong there. The ones that create these divisions between people, the ones that create a disrespect for people's cultures and and nations. It's like you you go to Europe, you see all these migrants coming in from Sudan and Yemen and Libya And they are dictating to the people of Europe how to live their life. It's like, bitch, have you seen the country you're coming from? Have you seen the shithole you come from, bro? You want Europe to look like that shithole? (laughs) These people are funny. They're really funny. But it's not their fault. They shouldn't have been in Europe to begin with. It's people like George Soros and all of his friends that are bringing these folks into your countries to make you have an enemy. So instead of you fighting them, now you got to fight this brown person that isn't supposed to be there. Right? What is it going to take for everybody to wake up in these countries and take back power? When they take back power, you can send all of these migrants back home to Syria, to Yemen, to Libya. Because the reasons they were kicked out of their countries to begin with was intelligence agencies screwing with their countries. Killing leaders, installing leaders. What we're watching today is the deep state, which is global, versus freedom-loving leaders and people around the world. I'm I'm of the belief that Trump is working with Putin, Xi, Modi of India, Erdogan um, of of Turkey. You know the people you won't believe working together. I think are working together. And what we're watching on you know on the TV screens and everywhere else is simply the movie they want to portray. Think about it. You remember when Russia sent most of their military to the border with Ukraine and then pulled them back. There's a lot of weird behavior that's been going on that fit squarely in the concept that Russia and China and the U.S. are trying to, cre- to trying to destroy the new world order as we speak. When I see the U.S. and China squaring off in the South China Sea... You know, I'm I'm getting the news from these fakers. Why am I going to believe them? No, no. I I always read the CIA versus the good guys. <laughs> when I see those stories, I see Mossad versus the good guys. It's why Nasrallah and Hezbollah in Lebanon is so done. It's hilarious to me. He just goes on TV and tries to every day, like or every week or whatever he does. Uh, to, to show how he's winning against this war of the the big zionists right and how he is he is protecting the people from the zionists well I'm, I'm, i hate to tell you this folks but he is a part of the zionist movement <laughs> the nation of iran right that regime is a mossad installed regime who is it funding around the world hezbollah uh different groups in Iraq and Syria and Yemen, all of these militia groups around the world are simply the Shia Al Qaeda. Right? The different sect of Islam. They're 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 uh useful idiots. And the reason I, I know Hezbollah's time is done is because their Zionist leaders, they're done they're zionist leaders who have been destroying lebanon from within like the biggest cancer you could imagine they are done what happens when nasrallah doesn't have a paycheck anymore his fat ass what do you think happens we're watching it already his people are 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 starting to rebel against him the shia are the most propagandized brainwashed muslims there are in the world if you thought the people who follow ISIS and Al Qaeda were brainwashed, no, no, no. They're just after money. They're just after money and, and uh, stability in a world, in an in a, area where there is no stability on purpose. On purpose. But in, in Lebanon, you're talking about a Western culture, an open minded culture, and they, they have to offer more than just money to keep these people retarded. They have to offer a, a, a war cry. What what better war cry could you have than a Zionist enemy at the border who wants to take over your country by force? They want to make you their slaves, right? Well, what happens when you find out the secret that he was installed by this quote-unquote enemy to to keep Lebanon low, to keep Lebanon's GDP low, to keep the people stupid, and all I care about is party. <laughs> They're so, I hate, the Lebanese of today they are some of the stupidest people they go to the, the nicest schools and it's all because their parents are corrupt right they they are involved in the system they go to the nicest schools and then they come out stupider than when they went in and all they care about is Lebanon is amazing because even in the middle of a war we party <laughs> we like to have fun when it's like you're a bunch of retards A bunch of retards. I can't tell you how many times I've met these people and dealt with these people. And get me out of that. Get me out of there. Five minutes into a conversation with them, I want to be taken away immediately. Take me to a mental hospital anywhere else but the presence of these retarded people. And what's even funnier to me are the ones that are like God-fearing or they claim they are but they still partake in the same cultural evil that's out there. It's like, it's kind of like the Christians of America, the ones that will do everything from A to Z throughout the week. And then on Sunday or Saturday, depending on what sect you're in, you'll go to church and repent. And now you're good to go. (laughs) Now you can go back to the same sins that you've been up to for the last six days. People are stupid. People are really, really stupid. Brings me to another point. Some of those days when I'm feeling so low, I think the reason is the big question that I always have is what is my purpose? I know God has a purpose for me. And I know I can't depend on my own mental acuity to figure out what that purpose is. So I pray for signs to lead me in the right way. And what happens when those signs don't show up? Or they show up and they, they're not very clear. And you you don't trust yourself yet to take a step in that direction. Because you, you've been living 30 years, in my case, where you follow your instincts and it leads to failure. You follow your gut, thinking it's, it's God-inspired and it leads you to, to disaster. <clears throat> so, yeah, what's the purpose? What am I, What am I doing here? I could easily go out there, find a job, you know, get money. Thank God I've been blessed with intelligence and, and uh, you know, an, an ambitious spirit to be able to, to do anything I want, right? But if I did that, wouldn't I be partaking in the same matrix I want to destroy? That's my struggle lately, is figuring out what is, what are we doing here? If I want this this destroyed, this system that I know is evil, that I want no part of, I want it destroyed so that I could be a part of the rebuilding. Rebuilding it in a God-fearing, humanitarian way where poverty never exists anymore, disease doesn't exist anymore, technology is made nearly free. Corporations like Amazon and, and, uh, and Microsoft and all these massive ones don't exist anymore. They have more wealth than countries. But then how do, how do I live in that world? How? And I'm sure you guys are going through it too. <sighs> not a single part of me is allowing me to take a step in that direction. That's the thing. Is I'm not even like battling with that internally. I know that I cannot go out there and just get a job for the sake of it. I've even come to grips with like, all right, if I'm meant to be homeless... And, you know, live in my car until the car breaks down and then just figuring out where I'm going to be. Then that's what it is. That's where it's gotten to in my, in my you know, in my spirit. And um, the only thing I got is this podcast. Like, at least with this podcast, I feel like I'm, I'm spreading a message. I'm spreading the, my truth. You know, I'm helping somebody out there when they hear this. What else? Am I going to go just get a job for the paycheck Why? And uh, when you have those thoughts then the fear starts to creep in and you're like but what about my comforts? And what about my family? And what about the food on my table? And all these things that I thank God for every day for giving to me. This is where your mental retardation of your body steps in and it's like Yeah, but what if it all goes away? It's like, well, I thought God was big enough that he gave you all these things. Now you're scared that because you're not doing something, he's going to take them away from you. Listen, you are free to believe what you want. My personal opinion is that God will give me everything I want and then some, whether I participate in this matrix or I don't. I want to be judged in the afterlife. I don't give a shit what I'm doing in this world as long as I'm doing the right thing what I'm looking like, what I'm dressed like, where I'm at, doesn't matter to me. I want to get to those gates and I want to be found good. I want to be allowed in. Because this freaking simulation we're in, whatever whatever this existence is, ain't it, fam. It's not it. The only thing I could really pray for that I don't have is a revelation. I've been getting revelations since 2016, right? But it comes in breadcrumbs, it comes in pieces, and every time you get one, it, it fills in a you know a big question that you may have had for a few years. But I've been anticipating that that destruction of Babylon to be a singular event, right? An event so big that people will have to get on their knees and look up. And that's what I keep praying for. I'm praying for, you know, while the fever pitch of freedom rises around the world and and people are are coming together to protest this tyranny that we're seeing, at some point, God is going to show up and be like, all right, I hear you. Boom. How about that? And all of those people will realize who's been motivating them to hit the streets. They will realize that they were never alone even in their darkest hour, God was just waiting for His divine time. We want Him to move faster because we're human. We live on this finite time-space continuum. He's above that, beyond that, right? If you're a simulation theorist, He's the programmer. If He's programmed the uh, the, the physical, you know, environments that we live in, He's also programmed the schedule and the timeline of events. The Bible has the code. We just have to break the code. Crack it. But that moment is coming. You all feel it. That's why you come and listen to this. You feel that something is up. Every day I'm walking my dog. I look up. The sky looks paler. There's a weird tone to the the blue sky now. The sun looks different. There's a different feeling in the air. And I just look up. And I'm waiting for Jesus to show up. That's what I'm waiting on. And that's what helps me every day to put down those dark moments. It's not going to be the end of the dark moments, unfortunately. Until the devil is locked up and destroyed. And all the people that worship him are locked up and destroyed with him. Unfortunately, we're going to have these bad days. But thank God for the ability to speak for the mental acuity to to set up a podcast like this and for me to talk to you people and and hopefully, you know I'm delivering a message that you needed to hear today. It sucks. I mean, we, we live in a world where even even the churches are corporations now. Like You know, usually you'd be able to go out somewhere and talk to somebody about your thoughts, but I know for a fact, I will not belong in 99% of the churches out there. They're all too busy worrying about their tax exemption and what kind of deal the government has given them. Masks on their people. Look at these COVID-19 guidelines. Look at how cool we are and how good we are. They're buying into the lie, the devil's lie. And they claim they're a Church of God. It does feel lonely out there, right? But we got each other. We got each other. And as long as we got each other and our focus is on Most High God, I'm telling you, our God is heavenly, untouchable. He's looking down on this like, haha, they don't even know what's coming. He's got it under control. But the fact that we have each other to communicate these messages to, and to keep our backs strong, keep your feet anchored, and realize that when you, are, when you come together as individual God creations, kings in your own right, you are unstoppable. And the enemy knows it. And they're running scared. Don't stop, people. Don't stop. God bless you. God bless every single country that's listening. I love you all. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. Please follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. I got all my social links somewhere. You guys can figure it out if you if you want, you know. Um, thank you for sticking with me. And uh, who knows? Who knows what comes next week. But I hope it's it's that event I've been talking about. Alright, people. It's been Red Zatar. See ya.